Alameda's going to be with us in the second hour. FSU celebrated softball coach. She's got a lot to say about the game and about what it means to be a high-performing player and coach. They are that, all of those folks. And then I've got uh, the folks with K&D Creative Designs, mom and daughter business. I think you'll find that interesting. And more news about Help Christmas Connection. Tallahassee Talks with Brian Cerny, brought to you by Widden Glass, Tallahassee's first name in glass for your home or office, and by Merry Maids. Call Merry Maids. Relax. And it's done. In 1945, Jack Whitten started a glass company in Tallahassee. Now over 75 years and three generations later, it's still working every day, doing just as Jack wanted, giving his customers real solutions for replacing window glass, providing custom-cut mirrors, and supplying superior bath and shower enclosures. Local building contractors know Whitten Glass takes care of Tallahassee business. They prefer Whitten because of their precision and mastery of eye-catching storefront glass and countertop glass. It's a fact. When you choose Wooden Glass, you're working with real glass people who will take care of you to your complete satisfaction. It's what Jack Wooden wanted, and it's been the Wooden way of doing business for over 75 years. Wooden Glass, Tallahassee's first family in glass since 1945. Call Wooden Glass today or visit them online at 222 5781 or It is a pleasure, as always, to have you with me, my friend, as we uh, talk with Lonnie Alameda. You know, I grew up on the West Coast, Seattle. You're in, I don't know, out there, people say Alameda. FSU softball head coach for all these many years, better than almost two decades now she's been at it. And man, has she been at it. And, you know, the the, the conversations here are are focused on, yeah, more about the backstage, more about the backstory, you know, why we do what we do, how we go about achieving the things that we set in front of ourselves. And in her case, and I don't know that this is particularly unusual because all of us have peoples that we're connected to in any enterprise, you know, un- unless you're kind of living in a van down by the river doing your own thing that way. But in most cases, we find ourselves in some kind of a collective, cooperative effort. And uh, that whole dynamic has exploded. I mean, and we'll talk with uh, Coach Alameda about how different it is these days from her beginning days as uh, the head coach over there. But what a performance they turned in last season. Uh, I mean, if you're not a softball fan, well, I okay. But <laughs> you have every good reason to really follow how this team, how these players and coaches and staff and all they – I mean, uh, they were the number two team in the country. They came up against Oklahoma. Okay, well, if you're going to lose to anybody, yeah, 
I mean, lose to Oklahoma because, by golly, they got there in good good fashion and in fine form. And that, that contest, I mean, it was hard fought. And all of them have done well as players. And, of course, Kat Sandercock, I mean, her tr- jersey is now in this Hall of Fame. Uh, so, And she's off about the world playing softball in different places and Anyway, we'll get into all that with Coach, Coacha, as she's referred to among her players. Um, and we got all kinds of other good news for you going on. I mentioned this um, mother-daughter business, K&D Creative Designs. Caught my attention because it's uh, an interesting demonstration of how you kind of take what you have at hand and they've done that. You'll learn about that here momentarily. Um, and not only create something that is of value, and I'll let them tell you their story, but I think what, what it speaks to for me is enterprise and curiosity and talent. They sort of intersect at a moment when you take in hand what you've got to work with and see if you can make it work further but they have done that and are doing that and it's cool too that it is a you know mother-daughter sort of status situation you're going to find out how that all rolls working with family can be a challenge um you know because there's different layers of expectations we'd say the dynamics that go on when you're trying to, you know, trying to be a family member at the same time that you're you're inside of this business together. Many of you have experienced that either that you grew up working with your parents or a parent in a family-run business, or maybe you're on that other side of that equation now where you have your offspring, maybe siblings working with you. A lot of good examples about of that around town. Uh, I think of uh, Witten Glass and Tony Kelly, Heating and Air, right? Uh, let's see, Tasty Pastry is another good example. There's another legacy business. Several generations of people that, um, you know, find common interest and, and seem to be very good at what they do so they just keep on keeping on i mentioned some good news for you we're going to talk at length about christmas connection today because yes boys and girls it is at hand um, we started our christmas connection campaign our annual effort to remind you and i to give generously and no less so this year the need doesn't uh, diminish it's been fulfilling the wishes and basic needs of hundreds of disadvantaged families and individuals from all religions races and ethnic backgrounds for more than 43 years it's called christmas connection you know and their their slogan is bringing the christmas spirit to those who need it most well, i think that's that's accurate and it's appropriate 
We like to say in our campaign, help Christmas connection bring the joy of Christmas a little closer. So, very similar ideas. Program expanded from serving 25 families in 1979 to now over 500 families. I want to say they had something like 800, if I'm not mistaken, last year. Thousands of individuals impacted by this working directly with over 30 local social service agencies across the region. Think about that. So you have service professionals, people who are trained and are on, on, on task, 365, with families that they are caring for. And thereby they're able to properly identify the needs within each of those families. Um, just in case you're keeping track, this in coverage area is several counties, Leon, Gadsden, Wakulla, Madison, Franklin, and Jefferson. Wouldn't happen without our support. You and I make this possible because the donations that we bring to the table, whether they're monetary or if they are gifts of food and toys and Household items, well, I mean, it, it all goes in the right direction. And for us, as Tallahassee Talks, as Capstan Marketing, as Moose Magnificat Radio, it fits because all that we do here is about you and me caring for one another. It's about caring more about <laughs> the greatest good we can do for the greatest number of people over the greatest period of time, you know? And this is one of those organizations that is highly accountable for all that happens, whether it's a monetary donation, which, by the way, they've made even easier. You can actually give a, uh, you know, a, a gift card, a Visa or MasterCard ca- cash card, I guess would be the best term there. Yeah. And you can volunteer your time. Always appreciated. Right now... The big need is a location. Unusually, they are in search of a site that will serve as their headquarters for the season. Okay, and this, I say unusually because it's not not usually the case. By this date, here in early November, usually by mid-October, things are concluded on that question. So if you know of a facility that's available, it's got to be sizable enough, but... You can email us here at Tallahassee Talks with your suggestion and recommendation. Uh, simple enough. Topics at moosemagnificat.com. Stay with me. So the work of Christmas Connection every year, not an overstatement to say it's legendary. Certainly among Tallahassee's charitable efforts, it's one of our most beloved And it's remarkable to me because so many people identify with it regardless of their social status or their origin in some respect, you know, what part of the country they may hail from. Everybody seems to just get it, right? Um, What's not to get? (laughs) You got families who, and I mean, I said this recently to another uh, friend who had asked, you know, what's what's the best way? And I said, well, there's there's really no one best way, I would think, in way of helping, because it's really it's really as to how you are prompted. But 
I said I I would consider this that a shiny new bike is a wonderful gift, and a lot of people think in terms of toys and such. Wonderful, it's a great idea. Um, plenty of that too. Uh, clothing not so much anymore because it's just more difficult. It takes a, a lot more effort than than they can they can uh, properly uh, process. So clothing not really, but with food donations, of course. And then comes this business of household items. You know, the shiny new bike, uh, sadly enough, um, may get confiscated. <laughs> In other words, you know, we give them a toy and then if it's a bike or something like that, it can be taken away, it can be stolen. Not, not, to, not to rain on anybody's parade here, believe me, but... It, since the person that I was talking to asked, I said, you know, for me, the, you know, the gift card, if you, if you want to make a donation of funding cash, do that at their website, christmasconnection.org. I believe it's thechristmasconnection.org. And they're, they've made it possible for you and I to do that directly. And thereby, you're putting in the hands of the people who can use that money as best needed for the family. Um, you're you're putting a shopping trip in their hands that they wouldn't have otherwise. Or if you're buying them uh, or providing them household items, uh, one year this uh, one volunteer, actually a person who was a a social worker with the whole effort and she said more of their families are in need of basics I mean pots and pans kind of stuff uh, or a space heater or even blankets heavy well I mean again we're trying to avoid the clothing but you follow what I'm saying and there's a whole list of these ideas for you if you go to helpchristmasconnection.com that is our effort uh, to not only remind us with advertising that is paid for by our annual sponsors. We've got Wit and Glass again uh, with us, Tony Kelly Heating and Air again, um, and Rapid Press, Lourdes Madsen, her remarkable team. All of these companies that throw down and say, yeah, we, we get it. We want to put our ad dollars to use in this way. And so then as Capstan Marketing does its part, being an ad agency and public relations firm and all, they provide all the creative for the TV and radio ads and the billboard ads and print ads, all that good stuff. And the campaign itself will reach upwards of uh, 200,000, 250,000 uh, people. So you're, you know, you're looking at a half million media impressions, as they're referred to. That just simply means, you know, people have seen the message in one fashion or another over that period of time. And of course, we've we've begun. We start mid October, and this will run all the way through uh, the first part of December. So this is it. This is where we are. Uh, the, what is critical at the moment, and this is what came by way of uh, Patty Malarney earlier in the week. She's like, hey, you know what? 
hmm, after all these many years, now we're looking for a location. It's not usually their situation. But what it amounts to is Catholic Charities, Northwest Florida, seeking an in-kind donation of approximately ten to 15,000 square foot retail space for a 10-week period, starting mid-November through January 5th. So, this is our word to you, my friend. If you know of or if you are, have access to, maybe you're part of a company that has available space that can be donated for this period of time, again, a ten to 15,000 square foot space, um, hopefully not uh, too far outside of the area here in Tallahassee. Try to be as close to the center of things as we can, but... You know, right now we're we're in we're in kind of a kind of a fix because usually by this time they would have things cooking. You know, they'd be in in their space and they'd be setting things up, and volunteers would be putting together all the tables and jazz like that that they need, getting just getting organized. So again, uh, think in terms of what space you know of, and a good way uh, to communicate that. Uh, you can either text um, or email, sorry, if you want to email topics at moosemagnificat.com. Say, hey, I've got a space for Christmas connection. Uh, you know, provide contact info. That's simple enough. Uh, again, it's got to be for a period of uh, 10 weeks. November 1 through January 10 is the ideal. Here we are uh, past the 1st of November. But other desirables include being easily accessible and visible, uh, need to have parking that's well lighted and that could handle up to 10 to 20 cars. If you have a loading dock, that's great, but it's not required. I'm just saying. And of course, available electricity and bathrooms and needs to be safe and secure. All of that could be your major contribution to this effort this year. Um, and certainly, if you wanted to make a phone call to Patty Malarney, you can do that. Uh, her number there is 850. This is for uh, Christmas Connection, she being the coordinator. 850-665-3852. That is the number. So uh, keep that in mind. And then, as I have recommended to you, Take a look at our website, helpchristmasconnection.com, where you're not only going to see a lot of these details, um, you're going to find it possible uh, to uh, start assembling your list, right? And in that regard, uh, you can look for things like small household appliances and dish sets, glassware, um, new blankets of any size. And don't forget, too, um, gifts for teenaged people, teenagers that are looking for earbuds or movie passes or jewelry. Those are all good ideas. Um, any kind of baby supplies, you know, everything from toys to diapers to, you know, uh, all of that. And, of course, non-perishable food items. And if you're looking to do a gift card, you can do an Amazon, a Walmart, a Target. Uh, there are all kinds of opportunities there 
um, uh, just make sure that whatever you're doing, that it is not a used item. That is the one thing they do ask, that you're looking to provide something that is new and uh, that in that way they can be assured is going to work well and, and meet the needs, right? So this is all about helping Christmas Connection bring Christmas a little closer to the families and the children in need throughout the region. And uh, you can even look at their Amazon wish list if you go to their website. We'll have a link at Help Christmas Connection for you in that regard as well. If you want to go to their website, it is thechristmasconnection.org. Once again, thechristmasconnection.org. Let's work together and see what we can do again for this year when once again we're presented with the opportunity to make Christmas a little brighter, to bring the joy of Christmas a little closer. Hi, I'm Josh, and this is an ad for Super Signs. We were going to do an ad that was funny or maybe really dramatic, you know, something clever, but that just didn't work. So I'm just going to tell you, Super Signs is great. I mean, they're really great. And it's not just me saying it, lots of people posting and talking to their friends. Here's one. We are so happy with all our signs and banners by Super Signs. Highly recommend. Here's another. These guys are awesome. They run their business with great quality and service. Our lighted sign looks fantastic. I can't rave enough. Super Signs does the really big stuff, like outdoor lighted signs, vehicle wraps, wall murals, and all the banners, the yard signs, and indoor signs, too. So for your business or your birthday party, Super Signs is your sign company. So that's it. That's our ad. Super Signs is great. I mean, really, really, really great. You should call them, 422-1883, or go to their website, yoursupersigns.com. How's that for clever? Priscilla Jean-Louis is a multi-talented individual who wears many hats as a caregiver, a momager, We're going to find out what that is. Marketing professional, business owner, community leader. Her marketing career and her servant leadership are a testimony to her passion for telling people's stories. And her faith plays a big part in that whole effort. Drives her life and drives her determination to serve others. Uh, She's an inspirational caregiver and an advocate who works with serving those, especially Uh, afflicted with Alzheimer's when she has family members who are afflicted in that way. So it's our pleasure to welcome Priscilla to the broadcast. Hello there, my friend. Hello there. Thank you so much for having me. It's a great opportunity to learn more about how you go about uh, juggling all these plates. That that's the, or is it spinning plates? I guess spinning plates, no doubt. Um, uh, you, you're not looking for a hobby. You've got plenty to keep you rolling. Um, your experiences, it says here, led to the start of My Favorite Girl and Alzheimer's social media platform. Yes. Tell us about that. So I have now been caring for my mom who lives with Alzheimer's dementia for the past eight years. Mm. And in the beginning of that, um, you know, I often say you can either take that situation or any situation and sink with it or swim. And so, you know, I decided Mm. to swim with it. And um, I was just 
through one of the tough moments, um, I felt God leading me to make ministry out of the moments. No doubt. And that's exactly what I decided to do. So I started the social media platform with mm-hmm. the, um, you know, the, the, the goal to help inspire other people because a lot of times people run away from caring. And so I wanted to be able to inspire other people, let them know, one, they're not alone in it. And two, that although it gets hard, you can still do it. You, you know. Can. And so yeah. I started it by sharing some funny moments. My mom in the beginning stages, she was just things that she would say would just be funny because mm-hmm. she just should have been a comedian. But she wasn't. Mm-hmm. She's a professional tailor by trade. And so I would mm-hmm. share what I coined to be. My mama moments uh, where I would share those things, and um, you know, is that what it means to be a momager? Am I saying that correctly? No, actually, the momager came through Kaylin. So when Kaylin was ten, Kaylin is your daughter. Kaylin is okay. my daughter, okay. and at ten years old, she, um, you know, decided she wanted to go on Facebook Live one day and to share quotes and all of that. So we did that, and then she also um, started with watching a commercial and she'll share a little bit more of that but watching a commercial and saw where there were kids that didn't have any shoes and so she wanted to be able to give shoes to kids well we started with teddy bears so um you know her organization started from there and so i am the manager and then i coined myself to be the momager of all things kaylin and kaylin's care and connection (laughs) Well, we have segued nicely uh, to this moment when we can introduce uh, Kaylin Jean-Louis, who as an 18-year-old mm-hmm. youth caregiver, advocate, motivational speaker, philanthropist, and power teen, she was actually, a, uh, I guess, is this right, a preemie? She was born one month early at five pounds, three ounces. Wow, you've done well uh, since then, <laughs> and uh, it's our pleasure to welcome you to the broadcast. Kaylin, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having Glad me. Glad to have you here. Oh, man, I'm just feeling so outclassed. You guys <laughs> are making me tired thinking about all that you guys are committed to. Let me give you a little little tidbit of this. Kaylin is active in her local church ministry and her community at large. Um, she's part of Life Challengers Church of God in Christ. She serves with the collegiate ministry as a member of the media team. Oh, and by the way, did I mention she has her own radio cast, a, a podcast, radio broadcast? Uh, she's a major uh, uh, a student over there at FAM in broadcast journalism. Yeah. You're scaring me, man. I'll tell you <laughs> that. Uh, so, yeah. So she, and then she has this thing called Kalen's Caring Connection. And I love that because I know I'm fond of iterations like that or whatever those are called when you have this name, the words that all kind of have that same start. Kaylin's Caring Connection. Yes, sir. Uh, And that's the name of the broadcast. The broadcast is Inspiring Moments with Kaylin, but it was, yeah, it was definitely birthed out of Kaylin's Caring Connection. Which is, which is your, which is your effort. I think inspired in some respects by the work your mom was yes. doing. Tell us how that all came about. So from a young age, my mom, I think the big thing that was always instilled was caring for others. Mm. Not even just my mom going back to my grandmother mm. and how she cared for other people in the community and just seeing that trend over mm. the years mm. 
was something that really inspired me to continue that legacy even where I'm at now. And so being able to see what she has done for caregivers and everything that she's done to continually push us and push others in the community Mm. inspired me to take that same effort and inspire others that are my age to no matter what they're going through, no matter where they come from, they're still able and capable of being the change they want to see. Wow. Uh, And you got all of that from your mom and your grandma. And I would gather, too, there have been other people along the way who have been influencers in your understanding. That's an ongoing thing, isn't it? It is. I'm still, I mean, I'm 68 years old, and I feel like I'm just getting started trying to figure things out. And when I meet nice people like you, I'm like, hey, they they can do it. I, I should be able to do that, right? <laughs> I could actually start caring more about people instead of <laughs> myself all the time. Selfish son of a gun. Um, when you think about where we go with this in this conversation, I want oh, there was one other point that I wanted to bring to our attention here. Um, Priscilla, you started your professional career. You have your bachelor's in uh, criminology from Florida State. Um, you pursued uh, work as a graphic designer, K&D Creative Designs, right? Mm-hmm. Right? marketing solutions, all that sort of thing. When I meet somebody like you, it's like you have so much energy, so much talent. Uh, it's hard for you to figure out, you know, where to where to focus that. And you seem to have been able to do that on multiple channels. Uh, do you ever just say, you know, man, this is too much for me. I, I need to slow down or... How do you maintain that pace? I don't say I need to slow down. I probably do need to slow down. But <laughs> Kaylin's there know. to remind you of this, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I think it's just the grace, you know, that mm-hmm. it, it is a grace that I believe is. God empowers us. Yeah, yeah, indeed. absolutely. And mm-hmm. so I um, mean, all of that, I will say, is on the side. I still have a full time job that I work every day Whoa. as well. And so that what I is do. That? What? Did I miss that somewhere? No, it's not in there, but I do. I work full time. Um, I work as an investigator auditor with Disability Rights Florida. Wow. And so that is my full time Well, that sounds simple. You just kind of show up. (laughs) Man, you could mail that in, right? That's no big deal. Wow. So, you know, it's it's a grace, you know, to be able to do it. And, um, you know, we we just manage it. Did your mother instill all of this in you? Is that where it's coming she from? She did. That is the legacy. Kaylin alluded to, to that. People. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I often say we weren't bestowed a whole bunch of finances, but I do think that one of the richest things that you can yeah. have yeah. is just that legacy to be able to care, especially in a day and time where people are, you know, they they care less about people, things, and Isn't that what amazing? Or you can be somebody like me. I have nothing. You know, I got a house and a car and this radio show. But to be able to sit here and listen to you talk with me, that's my day. And that's that's paid that's money in the bank as yeah, far as I can. And you're concerned. able to reach countless lives doing that. And mm. it's your passion. So that's what causes you to show up every day and do it and do it well. Yeah, well, appreciate that. I think you guys are doing much better. Kaylin, 
when you think about where you're going, we're going to talk more about this after the break, but uh, think about what the next step looks like for you, because I know you're finishing up there uh, over there at FAM. Folks, you're in tune with Tallahassee Talks. We'll be back with these lovely ladies right after this. Folks, there are four ways to shine in life, and Merry Maids has it all going on. Experience, reliability, thoroughness, and professionalism. Well, that's why we rely on Merry Maids right here at our studios, because, you know, I do need a little shine from time to time. And my friends at Merry Maids can make it happen with guaranteed satisfaction, screened and trained employees, bonded and insured performance, even a free consultation. Merry Maids can customize cleanings to fit most budgets and fit your busy schedule with cleanings on a weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, or an on-call basis. Merry Maids will deep clean your home on that first visit, something that you've probably been wanting to do, but you don't have to. Call Merry Maids, relax, and it's clean. Right here in Tallahassee, call 386-2205 or find them online at merrymaids.com. That's 386-2205. We're talking with Priscilla, Jean-Louis, and her daughter, Kaylin, uh, about all the many ways in which they are just hungry to find out, okay, how, how do I help, I don't know, contribute to the welfare of others and improve this world in whatever way I can, take the talents and skills you have, the opportunities you have, put it to work. Here you are a student, Kaylin, at the Florida A&M. Um, you're in your uh, senior year there? Where are you in school? I am in my junior year. Junior year? Yes. Journalism? Yes. Already kicking it with your broadcast, podcast. Yeah. Yes, sir. Wow. And and so what does the future look like as far as you can say? What do you know about the next step? Well, I think with my experience of everything that I've had, not only with my organization and radio show and just even with the legacy that we have built as a family, I chose journalism to be a voice for others in my generation. So I'm looking to continue that just in the professional sense of reporting on topics that are affecting my peers, affecting those around me, especially caregivers as well, and really putting the representation for those who are not always represented in the media. As soon as I figure out what that means, I'm going to comment because that's a mouthful. <laughs> wow. I don't think, I mean, where does that come from? How do you have this beautiful daughter and she has this talent and this intellect and her focus on giving back to other people? I mean, is this how, this was in your mind when you, when you had this child? You said, <laughs> this is, this is what I want her to do in life? Or? It, it wasn't in my mind, but it was whatever God willed for her to do, uh, you know, and, and she's so doing she's doing it. She's doing it. And, you know, we, we often joke mm. she's always been very talkative, very talkative from the time she came out. And, you See? know, yeah, when she was born, the umbilical cord, we found out later, had been, you know, wrapped around her neck. And literally after I gave birth, the midwife sat down and held it up. And she said, I don't know how 
She said, but somehow she was able to get through. You were this. a miracle baby. Yeah. yeah. And so she uses her voice Sweet. now for good. <laughs> she has yeah. a lot to say, but it's all good. That's a whole new moniker for you. Like, I'm the miracle baby. <laughs> I'm the miracle baby. I love that uh, verse uh, in scripture that says, uh, raise up a child in the way that they should go. They should go and they will not depart from it. Um, I have come to realize in, in the years that my wife and I have four adult children now, all of them are uh, doing well. Um, each one of them different, but yet have in common a lot of the characteristics that we hope they would. Caring for others is a big part of that, right? But to help them discover how they were bent, just to, to find out what is my destiny, right? Raise up that child in the way that they should go. What is their leaning? How are they um, fashioned? Yeah. And it seems to me in having done that, now you come forward and say, this is what I got. And that itself is this ongoing discovery, right? Discovering more who you really are, right? If you go beyond where you are now and you go on into your career in broadcasting, you want to do more news reporting, is that the idea or how does that work? I'm very flexible. I love in front of and behind the camera. Mm -hmm. So whether mm -hmm. it's reporting or running the broadcast, I just want to be involved and be in, able in to process. be a part of the process that shares those stories. Sure enough, yeah. You look around town, right? You, you both know this town pretty well i'm gonna presume been here a while as i have um tallahassee wasn't particularly ahead of the curve when i got here in 78 so oftentimes i i've told people this i felt like i'd gone back in time when i got off the plane out there at the tarmac and i thought i i got on the wrong plane this is <laughs> and people people then in their attitudes and in their approach to life uh, did not have in mind the idea that Tallahassee could be anything more than what it was. And and it, has that, I mean, do you identify with that in any way? Does that, is that how it feels for you? Because I feel like today Tallahassee is not what it was then by any means. Oh, we're starting to thrive a whole lot more. Attitudinally, yeah. I yeah. think. I think people are starting to say, wait a minute, we're more than just a sleepy southern town. Mm-hmm. You know, with a bunch of tomatoes and corn and okra growing around us. Yep, definitely. We got more to more to offer. We do, and we have a lot of talented, you know, people here who, at least, has become my, um, you know, what mm. I've seen. We have more community people who sure. are more involved in building and surrounding and helping community of late. So, uh, well, there you go. See, the community part of that. And mm -hmm. I know, uh, Kaylin, your broadcast is really aimed at uh, current f front and center issues yes. uh, that are relevant that people my age and your age are we're all dealing with. And this sense of belonging, you know, it's been said that Tallahassee is at least two, maybe three or four communities that are all sort of juxtaposed you know, the two Tallahassees or this um, uh, segregated, yeah. segregated emotionally, mentally, socially, racially, economically, you know, we're kind of in our own little quadrants 
Yeah. And that seems to be eroding. I think there's a lot of effort to try to bring us together, closer yeah. together. Yeah. I'd yeah. say from my perspective, I mean, I've been here all the 18 years of my life. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. seeing, I've only been able to see Tallahassee and see how much it's grown. And even hmm. through those years, I really think that people my age would naturally assume that it's just a town for retirement and a town for college. And then yeah. you have your few state buildings right, in there right, because right. we're the capital. But I think when you're here for a long time and you're able to everywhere you go, you're mm. seeing people that you've maybe seen at one event or at the next mm. event. And you're constantly mm. able to say, oh, I connected with that person. I networked mm. with that person. And the more and more you speak with them and talk with them, you're able to be like, OK, they are more familiar. They may be family friends uh, or they may be someone that can help me in the future or we're constantly working together. It's like this huge link Tallahassee yeah, is yeah. where everybody is constantly coming together whether you're young or old and just really able to show who you are sure, sure. uniquely but also work together I wonder how to much trust is part of that whole equation when I got here I was not, not so much yeah especially <laughs> with good reason yeah black yeah. black community I remember working for a radio station then I'd go down the places around Orange Avenue, walk into a barbershop. Hey, you want to buy some advertising on my station? They'll look at me like, buddy, you got off the wrong bus. Yeah, north side, south side. North side, south side. But I think is we're that, starting is to that break changing? those. I Are think we? we're starting to break those barriers more, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of the different organizations that we're a part of and around, I think that they're starting yeah, yeah. Uh, to come down more. And so, you know, we're able to relate a little more yeah. uh, than before. I'm I think it's about that. everybody, I'm you know, for that. coming together, you know. Yeah. I, Our generation is big on it, definitely. I look forward to the day. Well, listen, we are part of Tallahassee. Tallahassee has a prayer that's been going on since January. Really? It is a, um, run by Dr. Judy Mandrell. She's a founder. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so every month, the first Monday in every month, uh-huh. We've been coming together. I haven't been able to go as much. Just as a I'm community. using online. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so it's going from different churches. We were um, last <laughs> month, it was at the Anglin Church. So, yeah. you know, yeah. it's starting to, um, you know, they're, if, they're coming together more. It, How about it, that? And I think if we're willing to ask the question. Right. Right, yeah. Kaylin? Ask the question. Why not? Why don't we do this? Yeah. It may take us a while. Yeah. But. But I, I look forward to that, and I'm glad that you guys are helping us get there because with the work you're doing, both of you, that is God's work, and I encourage you to press on in it. It's our pleasure to have you. That's uh, that's what I have for you at the moment, folks. Priscilla Jean-Louis and her beautiful daughter, daughter Kaylin Jean-Louis, both of them uh, great examples of what it means to be a Tallahassean and to care more about the future and about the people around us. Stay with me, folks. We've got more coming up after the top of the hour as we say goodbye to these lovely ladies. Thanks for being with us. Thank Thank you you. so much for having us. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. We'll be back with more. Stay with us.
1945, Jack Whitten started a glass company in Tallahassee. Now over 75 years and three generations later, it's still working every day, doing just as Jack wanted, giving his customers real solutions for replacing window glass, providing custom-cut mirrors, and supplying superior bath and shower enclosures. Local building contractors know Whitten Glass takes care of Tallahassee business. They prefer Whitten because of their precision and mastery of eye-catching storefront glass and countertop glass. It's a fact. When you choose Whitten Glass, you're working with real glass people who will take care of you to your complete satisfaction. It's what Jack Whitten wanted, and it's been the Whitten way of doing business for over 75 years. Whitten Glass, Tallahassee's first family in glass since 1945. Call Whitten Glass today or visit them online, 850-222-5781 or whittenglass.com. Welcome back to the second hour of Tallahassee Talks with Brian Cerny, yours truly, bringing you all the goodness that we can stuff <laughs> into two hours of radio broadcast time. Our pleasure to bring this to you each week, as we have now for 12 years, 11 plus. This is our 12th season. Started in February of 2011, so you can do the math. I certainly can't because I can't be that old. Yeah, I guess yeah, that's all. What is that expression? That ship has sailed. A couple of fun announcements for you. And some needy information, needful information. A focused future. The city of Tallahassee wants us to help them envision the future for Tallahassee and Leon County. They have a comprehensive plan in the making. Um, a document, then, that guides economic, social, physical, environmental, and fis- fiscal development for the community. And it needs to be updated. Uh, This is a multi-year comprehensive plan, and the project begins with our assessment, you and I, and then um, they look at things like land use and mobility elements. City and county both saying, we want to hear from you to ensure that the city and the county offer the amenities and services and quality of life that you and I expect. They need to hear from us. Here's how you do it. Visit the Educational Roadshow section. Get that Educational Roadshow section of the Comprehensive Plan Update Project webpage. You ready? It's www.compplantlc.com. There's a domain for you. So it's compplantlc.com. TLC.com. Just like I'm reading it to you. All right. There, you'll be able to participate in visioning exercises. Oh. Uh, there's a community vision survey, and then there's an exploration tour. Well, this is good. You can even sign up to be a, com- a community ambassador. The ambassador program engages local community members to communicate with their respective organizations throughout the planning process. So your, you know, your local charitable group or professional group, church, synagogue, whatever, 
your neighborhood association. Ambassadors are crucial to expanding community awareness of the plan and engagement opportunities. So how do you do that? Well, again, they want you to go to the project website, comppLANTLC.com. So there you go with that information, helpful that it is. Um, there's also a review going on of the city's charter. And this is, again, important business. You know, don't, don't be the person who sits on the roadside complaining that everything just doesn't go the way that it should. Get involved. Express yourself. Put your... Put your uh, marker there. This uh, CRC review, Charter Review Committee, looks at the number of electors, voting members, that compose the governing body of the city of Tallahassee. It'll review the compensation to be paid to the mayor and city commissioners. Uh, it reviews the city charter as such, as a document that better clarifies the, the municipal primary election and whether it should be held only two persons as only two persons qualify as candidates for the office of mayor or city commissioner. Let me read that to you again. They're going to review the city charter to clarify if a municipal primary election should be held. So this is the question. If only two persons qualify as candidates to the office of mayor or city commissioner. Okay. Hmm. Probably need to drill down on that question. Consider the, and this is a fourth uh, purpose of this review committee, to consider the requirement of an appointed charter review committee at regular interval periods. Okay, so all of this is going to be going down, and you and I need to get involved. You can find out more at talgov.com and look for the charter review topic there. If you want to uh, email them, you can go citycharter at talgov.com. That's cool. Citycharter at talgov.com. There's a phone number, city treasurer clerk's office, local area 891-8130. What else I got for you? Well, let's see here. County's annual adopt a tree program. Honors upcoming bicentennial. Do you know about this? Yeah, Leon County government is now accepting applications to plant a tree on unincorporated Leon County properties for free through its Adopt-A-Tree program. The program is open to all Leon County residents who live outside the Tallahassee city limits. The goal here is to plant 200 trees in honor of Tallahassee-Leon County Bicentennial in 2024. That's next year. Leon County is encouraging all of us to be part of this green endeavor. Now, here's the thing. Applications, if you want to do this, will be accepted through January 31st. January 31st, 2024 is our deadline. LeonCountyFL.gov slash adopt a tree. And so when you're applying, you're saying, hey, uh, if you will provide me the trees, I will get them planted. Yeah. So that's cool, isn't it? Get some some nice, uh, maybe some nice oaks or, uh, you know, 
sweet gum. People don't like sweet gums, but I think they're awesome. And birds absolutely adore them. Those little spiny seed balls. Yeah, they're, you know, if you're like a tufted titmouse or one of those kind of critters, that's like, you know, Halloween candy. Uh, the act of planting native trees and other vegetation plays a crucial role in safeguarding our natural ecosystem by providing essential habitat and sustenance for native insects, birds, and other creatures that call our county home. So there you go. Check it out. Get some trees. Go plant them. Uh, Leroy Collins Library wants us to know that they're hosting a book sale coming up. Uh, let's see now. That's this weekend. And so it's today from 9 to 3 and tomorrow from 11 to 3 at the Leroy Collins Main Library there on West Park Avenue, Bruno Street Garage and all, right? Friends of the Leroy Collins Library System hosting their annual Fall Tidal Wave Used Book Sale. It actually started yesterday and it goes on today and on Sunday so and then all of the uh, community is invited to participate you can choose from thousands of gently used books CDs DVDs and more sale benefits the friends of the library as an organization and they use those funds to you know provide for more equipment and training and books and all kinds of good stuff courtesy of Leon County Public Library love those folks Hard work, and they are. Uh, let's see here. I've got time for one more. This is the 19th annual Daddy-Daughter Dance. Presented by Earl Bacon Agency, Bascom Communications and Consulting. Coming up February 3rd, so they're getting ahead of the curve here on this deal. Early dance is at 5 o'clock. Late dance is at 7.30, and that has to do with... Uh, the age, <laughs> not sure if it's the age of the dad or the daughter, but in any case, we'll have more information for you as the time approaches, but, but wanted to throw it at you to put it on your calendar. If you have a young lady in your family, you want to treat her to a dance, well, this is the place to do it. It's been around for now, this being the 19th annual event. Uh, it's always it's always well received and um, lots of fun. It's going to be at the Moon there on Lafayette Street, and kind of again the date is scheduled Saturday, February third of twenty twenty four. Folks, stay with me. I've got Lonnie Alameda standing by. Folks, there are four ways to shine in life, and Merry Maids has it all going on: experience, reliability, thoroughness, and professionalism. Well, that's why we rely on Mary Maids right here at our studios because, you know, I do need a little shine from time to time. And my friends at Mary Maids can make it happen with guaranteed satisfaction, screened and trained employees, bonded and insured performance, even a free consultation. Mary Maids can customize cleanings to fit most budgets and fit your busy schedule with cleanings on a weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, or an on-call basis. Merry Maids will deep clean your home on that first visit. Something that you've probably been wanting to do, but you don't have to. Call Merry Maids. Relax, and it's clean. Right here in Tallahassee, call 386-2205. 
or find them online at merrymaids.com. That's 386-2205. It's always a pleasure to have Lonnie Alameda with us. Some people say Alameda. Some people say Alameda. I just say hi, Lonnie. Yeah. <laughs> her, nice. her players call her coach. It's a lot That's easier true. to do that. Mm-hmm. And in the in the course of getting to know this young lady over the years, we have uh, have made it a practice to uh, pardon pardon the use of the word practice. You'll watch Lonnie's eyes; she kind of winces when you say practice, because <laughs> you've just come back from uh, the beach, which itself sounds so lovely. Mm-hmm. But you guys take which would what otherwise be a really lovely beach trip. Yeah. And turn it into the sand pits of hell. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, welcome to the show. Thank Lonnie. you, thank you for Glad having me. Glad to have you here. Always yes. good to be here. Yes, <laughs> I get so caught up in the fact that you and I get to. I mean, it's just that we get to talk here and have yeah. fun and talk about cool stuff. Yeah, yes. Having awesome. nothing to do with softball, of course. Yeah, We're sports, just coffee. Life. Yeah. yeah, life. Yeah. There are other things. Yeah. Uh, which brings me to say, with. All of that went through your mind following the final uh, play, the mm-hmm. final game with Oklahoma last season. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you prepare yourself? How do you prepare your players, your staff um, in advance of that? Because mm-hmm. on one end, of course, one side of that is, hey, we can win this thing. Mm-hmm. We, we can take this all the way. Then, then there's that sort of, but just in case, yeah. Do you do you go through that with with mm-hmm. players? Yeah, what does that yeah. sound like? Um, so I think uh, every season is its own story, uh, and every player has a contributing factor to the season itself. And so when you get done with the season, you've got to step away from it a little bit to let it filter in because mm. you can have an emotional response to it at the time and. Usually, I mean, if you're the number two team in the country, the emotional response is like outstanding. Like, you know, you you got tears because, you know, a lot of the players didn't achieve what they wanted to. But when you step back and you're like, you're the number two team in the country, you just played for national championship. That's pretty incredible, you know. So that's the emotional side there. And then, you know, you go through the summer and we always jump out right away to recruiting. And so when you get out to recruiting, your fellow colleagues start to give you perspective from what they saw. And then you start to hear what... Um, you know, esteemed coaches see on TV in your program and then you're like, oh, wow, because you're in it, but you're seeing what people see and then you start to hear, you know, you get to talk to your players and debrief it. Wow. So to me, it's a good like two month debrief and then you come back in uh, end of August and you're like, all right, now we're refreshed. I got a good perspective. This is our new family right now, our new family slash team that we have to figure out how to get to mm-hmm. the end goal, you know, so... I used the phrase the telescope a little earlier, and that's kind of what it is, mm-hmm. right? Like, I have this huge telescope, and I know what the end goal looks like, but I got to work back to that right now. Mm-hmm. So, for us in um, hmm. 2022, um, losing to um, Mississippi State, when we came back, we had a lot of returners, and we watched that game. That was our very first practice, was watching that game and really talking about the emotions of it. And um, we had a lot of experienced returners with a lot of pitching in the circle experiencing. What can we do better now, today, Mm. so we can Mm. be where we want to go and the lessons we learned? So 
I think the same thing this year. We did the same thing. We were in the championship game, but we've graduated a lot of innings in the circle. We've graduated a lot of first base action. We graduated a lot of shortstop. So the reality is right now we need to build up our freshmen and build up experience before we could really project because they have no idea what they're getting into, you know? (laughs) So before we can project what the season is, like this is how we do things now. So I think we're a little, uh, seek discovery learn mode right now who are we how do we handle each other how do you play softball yeah to then come back in january and be like all right we're getting ready to go on this little marathon right right there's no sprints anymore right we are marathoning for two and a half months (laughs) so let's get you through what i know you're capable of because i just spent two months with you here in the fall Mm. so Mm. i think every season is a different story and Mm. as a coaching staff if you can listen to the story of it Mm -hmm. and then figure out what the next chapter is going to be you know so yeah so i I think we do a pretty good job of that um we're in it so when you say we most people when you say the word beach go to like my ties and pina coladas and sunshine and sunsets and you know and our kids went to some military boot camp training we still saw the moon rise the sunset and the sunrise um just in a little different effect but um digging digging, mine, digging foxholes and then digging, filling them up yes. again <laughs> yeah like so. coach what yeah, are yeah. we doing yeah. here well all the returners know they know it's coming yes and they know that it gives you the foundation of um consistent communication and clarity yeah. on our yeah. communication yeah. so um it's never a oh man i mean is it tough yeah you know mm. it could be a little bit of a challenge but now we're raising the team to a standard so now they're a freshman right now is coming in now after we did this like oh i get it like no. i have a voice it is important for me to speak i do need to follow directions details matter you know mm. so it gives mm. us a common language mm. and yeah. the, the people doing this training themselves yeah are military grade uh, yeah. uh, folks that I yeah. mean this would rival somewhere around uh, SEAL team kind of stuff. Yeah, Navy right? SEALs, Marines. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, so sergeants, it's the real deal. They've been in war. Yeah. Um, just to sit around the room and talk about these things they experience. You know, I mean, mm. we're talking about softball at a high level. They're talking about life or death. So, like, mm. Mm. when we talk about you want to trust your left and right for a double play. Versus trust your left and right for me not to get killed. Like, mm. completely different perspective. It does tend to redefine but that. still really, yeah. really cool to be around someone that can share what true trust looks like. What and, it looks you like. You know, so, yeah. yeah so. And personalities with, yeah. with players that, and again, you've said this, you've got a mix of old yeah. and new. Mm-hmm. And there's got to be that period of time when these players are getting to know and then trust one another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Personalities get in the way of that? Yeah, I think um, human nature, probably yeah. here in this office too, right? Like, yeah. anytime. Oh, no, we, all, we all love each give, other. <laughs> right? We never argue about never anything. Argue, yeah. Carl? Carl? Yeah, Carl yeah. just fell out of his chair. I'm sorry. Yeah. So. Uh, I think we really dive deep into, you know, the disc assessment stuff, you know? And, and I think. Um, when you look at it, I've grown over time. I'm an I'm an I like I, I'm mm. a very um, natural style, pretty influencer. Mm. I, I like mm. to you know be Miss Sunshine when I can. I like to do those things. Um, I turn into a little bit more of a direct person in my role, and I know that over time I've grown. Mm. Our freshmen will grow sophomore, junior, senior year. Mm. A lot of those kids that re- that graduated last year, you got new kids coming into roles of leadership. They're gonna do a little personality yeah. shift when they get in the field because yeah. they know the responsibilities. 
So they got to understand that growth and how important your relationship to people are. So if you got someone that's um, in that S role, that really steady, that really kind of just go with the flow, but I need them to be on point right now. How do I connect with that person Mm. to realize that, man, I need Mm. your eye contact with me right now. We need to get after it. And so I think when you talk about human nature and and handling a problem and problem solving, you've got to know your people Yes, and you've got to connect with your people Uh, because if I just come off my way and expect you to be my way and you're not, we're going to have a little bit of uncohesion on Mm, the field. I remember Kat talking about that. She said, you know, I'm a starting pitcher. I should be in this position. And you're like, yes, you are. And now you're going to learn some new skills and to be able to move somebody who by nature right yeah. and her training is this high performance i mean it's like yeah. a thoroughbred racehorse yeah. here but you have to help that person find another gear i guess yeah. or another way of approaching it is that how it, is yeah that fair yeah or? i think um if you um were to hang out with cat she likes to go to coffee shops. She loves to read books. She could read a book for two days straight. Like she doesn't need to see people. Yeah. When she's on the softball field, she is commanding people. Yeah. So she's able to understand like, man, when I'm off the field, I can do what I do. When I'm on the field, this is what I need to do. And then to to continue to remind her of that when we're on the field, so that becomes a natural style on the field, now can let her play a pretty high level of softball. Yeah, yeah. And so... Um, and she certainly did. So, yeah. And yeah. they just uh, retire her, her jersey? She's like the Little League it. World Series. Yeah. yeah. What a cool <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. She's, like the and she's playing in Japan. Hall she's in Chile fame. right now playing for Team USA. Like, oh. um, you know, the... When she came in as a freshman and she wrote down all these things that she wanted to do and, and we started, you know, ticking the box at pulling it back and, you know, how do we get there mm. and how do we do it? You know, of course, as a coach, you know, I go to mom mode sometimes too. And, you know, you're crying sure, sure. like a baby at the end of her career because sure, you're sure. like, how cool is that? Because now you're let, going to Japan, yeah, you know? Yeah, so, I got to yeah. let her go on. Yeah, super cool. So, well, we're going to yeah. keep going on this conversation, folks. Yeah. <laughs> we're in tune here with Tallahassee Talks and you're listening to Lonnie Alameda, who we love. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Josh, and this is an ad for Super Signs. We were going to do an ad that was funny or maybe really dramatic. You know, something clever. But that just didn't work. So I'm just going to tell you, Super Signs is great. I mean, they're really great. And it's not just me saying it. Lots of people posting and talking to their friends. Here's one. We are so happy with all our signs and banners by Super Signs. Highly recommend. Here's another. These guys are awesome. They run their business with great quality and service. Our lighted sign looks fantastic. I can't rave enough. Super Signs does the really big stuff, like outdoor lighted signs, vehicle wraps, wall murals, and all the banners, the yard signs, and indoor signs, too. So for your business or your birthday party, Super Signs is your sign company. So that's it. That's our ad. Super Signs is great. I mean, really, really, really great. You should call them, 422-1883, or go to their website, yoursupersigns.com. How's that for clever? We're back. We're talking with Coach Lonnie Alameda. I'm trying to be equitable in my pronunciation yeah. so that those <laughs> who are not Alameda, the Alameda pronouncers will be, not, you know, un, yeah. not offended if I say Alameda. Yeah. I've never met another Alameda, which is funny. Yeah. But I get a lot of pictures um, from people, especially when we go recruiting in Colorado. There's Alameda Street, Alameda Center, Alameda. And it's so funny. They're like, you're everywhere. And I'm yeah, like, I've never right. met another yeah. Alameda. But anyway. <laughs> I mean, they're not all <laughs> I digress, named after yes. you? Come on. Where <laughs> are these people? And it's a Portuguese it's name. It's Portuguese, yeah. Wow. My grandfather's Portuguese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
grew up in Sacramento. Is that right? What's your, um, yeah, I'm from Sacramento. Yeah. yeah. He was a um, laborer, which most people back then were, right? Yeah, so yeah. he did roofs. And um, it's funny, we were talking to Vans the other day. Like, I grew up in all houses that my dad or my grandpa built. Like, you wow. know, it's just super cool to, like, know that back then, that's what you did, you yeah. know. But both sets of grandparents um, were in um, land and construction, and they built all the houses that we lived in. And, yes, my really, really cool. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. The, so you were close then as a family at that time when you were growing up? Everybody was yeah. kind of hanging out together? And Yeah, yeah. We were very adventurous, thankful for my parents on that side. But um, we yeah. always went camping. Um horseback riding go back in the mountains sleep in the mountains tents fishing hunting wow. beach um wow. my grandma and grandpa childhood. my mom said i know <laughs> as a kid though you know you don't realize how uh, cool that is yeah, you know because yeah. you're away from your friends so we'd always go for all of christmas down to mexico and um mm. i'd miss all of christmas with my friends but then you come back you know and you put that five six seven years of doing that and you're like wow like how cool. This like, is very cool. Cabo wasn't Cabo. Cabo is Cabo now. I was down there and it was just tortillas and bollillos, you know? So it's like so different. But yeah, so, um, but you know, Marlin Fish in Dorado, like my grandpa, my grandparents were really outgoing and my very parents cool. were so great with that. Very yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. You attribute a lot of your, I guess, energy and life perspective to that? or what? Yeah, I think traveling. Um, huh. I was fortunate that um, I did have the travel bug in me because when I left um for college you know i started traveling the world and i was lucky to be mm. able to travel so many countries and mm. what perspective is that when you go to see you just did that on your own and, or as part of your education um, or both? softball softball you were softball. playing then i was able to play in holland i went to holland wow. i went to um budapest hungary which was so wow. cool did, did some clinics there um I did two rounds of Holland. I was in Aruba. Um, I've been to China three times, Japan two times. Like, yeah. In the timeline, this is before Oklahoma, after Oklahoma? You were, um, you this were, is after. You mm-hmm. played for Oklahoma and then after did yeah. all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in that way, yeah. you have a very healthy, I would think, perspective mm-hmm. on what it's like for somebody like Kat, who mm-hmm. is now em- em- embarked on mm-hmm. that same sort of path, yeah. right? Yeah. They yeah. were saying that. She's down in Chile right now, and she's playing um, with Team USA. And they had mm. to take two timeouts because they had stray dogs on the field. Mm. You know, and I'm like, that's so South American, <laughs> right? Like, timeout, got to get the dogs off the field. I, we were on the field one time. There was donkeys running around the field, you know. Or roosters. And, or, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, and you mm-hmm. just, you know, that's what it is in, hey. in other countries. And that's totally, mm-hmm. get them off, and then Come these on. elite athletes go play again, you know. And here, you know, you get a little wet spot in the field. Right. Like, timeout. Time you know, got to take yeah. care of the field. Or a streaker. Field. That would yeah, be our right. style, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, yeah. It, it, it occurs to me, and you mentioned this earlier, you know, when when the season was over and you having to take that deep breath mm-hmm. and I remember the well publicized uh, final hug there uh, on the field with you and Cat and other mm-hmm. players as well and it was clear to anybody just anybody who didn't know you or know you as a team could see and these people really care about each mm-hmm. other and you said earlier yeah that's cultivated and that starts right out there on the beach mm-hmm. and then we just kind of push through and keep carrying that forward yeah. how do you maintain that though because with personalities and yeah. upsets and you know victories and disappointments and it's life but it's intense 
Yeah, I think that's why sport is so incredible is because it gives you the chance to go through a lot of highs and lows quickly. Mm, mm. Um, you know, when you go through life, you're going to go through highs and lows. So through it's life. kind of a microcosmic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So and we're able to be there um, as a coaching staff for the highs, but then for the lows. I think that's when we're most important, right, is when mm. when we hit rock bottom or really struggling through things. We pull our experiences from working with teams or from our playing experiences right. to help them get back up right. so they can experience the highs. But yeah. to me, you don't really enjoy the highs unless you really know what a low looks right. like. Right. And so, um, so I think that we just try to, on the spectrum of a high and a low, try to live somewhere in the middle. But if we keep going here, you're just emotionally going to be up. It's just too much, you mm. know. So if we mm. can get them... Mm. You know, catch them before they get too high and catch them before they get too low and just kind of bounce them back and forth of being more consistent uh, and playing at a good level and being good in school and being yeah. good with your relationships. And, you know, because there's so much in you all know this, right? There's so much in life that oh can pull goodness. so much. Well, from you, so it's a, yeah. it's amazing to me, too, for anybody who has taken the time to do this. And if you haven't, I encourage you to do so to dig in a little bit on some of these players, some of the people, staff and players. But. I think of of uh, Josie, you know, who, who yeah. became this sort of rock star in the middle of all this going on, uh, and here she is inspired by Sarah Cooksey, a former for, uh, uh, firefighter with Tallahassee uh, Fire Department, yeah. who we lost. Uh, yeah. What was that now? Three years ago, tragically. Uh, and she decides, you know, I think that's what I want to do. Yeah. I want to be a firefighter like Sarah. So I think about that. Yeah. She is enjoying this star status and all the accolades and making some, even from your perspective, yeah. some breathtaking moments. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Athlete. Uh, you, you're all on the, you're all over that back there in the dugout looking at each other like. Yeah. Did she just do that? Yeah. 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 yeah that was her. Yeah. Well, I'd say Josie did those all the time it was could Josie be as consistent as possible mm. so that she she could do those highlight reels but could we feel ground balls right at us right and the, mm. a lot came with her finally getting to the point of like man In this is what I want to do yeah. this is where I want to be this is how I want to live my day every day and then her consistency kicked in and then she was unstoppable yeah. and she was incredible. She just took and off, I yeah. think that's where you get really proud as a coach is to see the everyday consistency. Right. So the highlight reels that get all these hits are awesome. But when you when you can see the kid walk through the gate and they're happy mm. and they love what they're doing mm. and you know that they've like clicked on to the passion of life, it's like game over as a coach because yeah, you yeah. just know that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've yeah. launched yeah. and now it's a matter of just keeping them healthy. Healthy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember you saying yeah. that or the players saying that among themselves, take care of your yeah. body yeah, because you're going to need it. Yeah, and she was a hockey player, and we all know how hard hockey is. So Dear Lord. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we yeah. have to take care of her and yeah. bubble wrap sometimes. But Indeed. yes, right. Yeah. yeah, she seems to have no fear no. of just no. going face <laughs> first into a brick wall. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. But the, but again, yeah. we're we're kind of picking on on Josie. But for me, she's simple of sort of emblematic in that yeah. way for this entire team because you had you had all the way up and down the line uh, players who uh, brought to us that sort of perspective that you as a coach and as a staff are trying to inculcate and uh, and so for some of them they were more yeah. maybe more apparent than others. Yeah. But they all seem to have. The yeah. grasp of that. Yeah. That's got to be pretty satisfying for you. Yeah, it's incredible. I, I think one thing that we've really noticed here and um, is just the still the remnants of COVID um, and still like putting together. So this mm. 
freshman class we have really outgoing. And I started like, why are they so outgoing? And my sophomores and juniors are still a little bit. And I'm like, oh, the timing of when they went through COVID and when they were not able to connect with people is really starting to show up in waves. Interesting. And so how you grow connection is different now, you know? And hmm. so hmm. so that's been really intriguing too. And I think that was a little bit for Josie, you know, she came in and then she had that downtime and, you know, with injuries and we had some players with injuries hmm. and then you can't be around people and connect. How do you grow that, you know? And so um, the hmm. fire department's been a blessing for her and she's going to be for the fire department because that, you know, they just have such passion for each other. Yes, and I think it's indeed. really, really cool. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. Well, folks, we are uh, getting a, first-hand inside look at what it means to be uh, part of this remarkable organization called Florida State University Women's Softball. Mm. Um, and more, more importantly, for our sake, what it, it's like to be Lonnie Alameda <laughs> or Alameda. It doesn't matter doesn't either matter. way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as the check will cash. Yes. We really don't care. <laughs> that. Folks, you stay with me. We're going to stay right where we are and encourage you to tune in with us at any time. If you're online, you can find us at TallahasseeTalks.com. Be sure to email us if you have an idea for a guest or a topic. Topics at MooseMagnificat.com. Stay with us. Folks, there are four ways to shine in life and Merry Maids has it all going on experience, reliability, thoroughness, and professionalism. Well, that's why we rely on Mary Maids right here at our studios, because, you know, I do need a little shine from time to time. And my friends at Mary Maids can make it happen with guaranteed satisfaction, screened and trained employees, bonded and insured performance, even a free consultation. Mary Maids can customize cleanings to fit most budgets and fit your busy schedule with cleanings on a weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, or an on-call basis. Mary Maids will deep clean your home on that first visit, something that you've probably been wanting to do, but you don't have to. Call Mary Maids, relax, and it's clean. Right here in Tallahassee, call 386-2205 or find them online at marymaids.com. That's 386-2205. We're back. We're talking with Coach Alameda, um, your your colleague uh, Sue Semrau, uh Now talks about the the next mountain to climb, um, and she is uh, in her retirement enjoying the idea that she doesn't have to go nowhere if she don't want to, yeah. <laughs> and if she wants to, she's gone. Yeah. Um, so most of the time, it's like, where's Waldo? Yeah. So I'll text her to say, and where are you today? Yeah. Oh, I'm in Guatemala or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. so do you yearn for that? You wish that, that there are times when you could just say, I just need to go away for a while. Um, How does that work for you? Yeah. No, I think um, I've been, I was fortunate to travel a lot early. So, you've, you know, you've like. Had, you've had enough of that I, for a while. No, I, I love it. And okay, I still, okay. I'm still able to do it. Okay. I, you know, I work with the Canadian national team, so I get experience right. on that side. Right. I, um, You're you know, a pitching coach there, I hook right? in, yeah. yeah I hook yeah. into a lot of opportunities. Um, you know, there's a 
group that I go down to Puerto Varda with in the summer just to, to talk softball and analytics. Ah. And, you know, so it still fills my bucket. I don't want to get away from it because I, I just love trying to dig into the layers of this game and the people in the game. And so, um, so I'm mm. not to that point yet. Everyone <laughs> asked me, but I'm not to that point yet. But I also love traveling, so I do include that, you know, in my yeah. summers and, and wherever we're doing. And um, so, yeah. So not checking out there. Is it a lot more? It's definitely getting more. College athletics is getting more. It's um, and I don't know why. I don't know why you feel like 16 years in here at Florida State. Why is it getting more time consuming yeah, at times? Yeah, and is yeah. is society bounced back from COVID to make it more now? Right. I'm I'm not really sure, but um, you know I, I still think it's about the kids and it's about the simplicity of the game. So I try uh, to keep a lot of things as simple as possible. Yeah. So, Has yeah. your staff grown in the in the yeah. 16 years? Yeah. I mean that's that's sort of indicative yes. too. Yeah, and it's been observed too that universities at this level are really more corporations than yes. they are educational institutions, yeah. and as such, you folks come to that environment and that equation yeah. um, with the economics involved, yeah. right, and the business of it, yeah. and then comes something called NIL. Yeah. And I think hearing you talk about, yeah, just, it's different yeah. now. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering how much of that you think is part of the whole yeah. change in it. Yeah, yeah, a lot. I mean, mm. I, I'm not just managing 22 players. I'm managing probably 40, you know, on mm. top of, you know, your players. So you got an extra mm. 15 groups of you know people. So, mm. you know, five mm. managers. And I feel like it's my duty, if I have student managers, I got to continue to grow them too because they're in it for the right reasons of being a part of sport. Right. So that group comes in, you know, and you just want to give time to everybody and continue to grow it. And I think we were talking here before, it's a... it's hard to let things go when you have a vision of where you want it to go. Yes. So if you're going to have more people and you got to spend time with letting them see that vision and letting them succeed and fail in that vision... But the more people you do that with, the more your bucket empties into those people. And so, you know, you've got to figure out, figure out how to keep filling your bucket. So, how do you do that? Yeah. How do you um, do that? Well, I really enjoy um, when I see growth. That fills my bucket. So mm-hmm. when I see players start to lead in a way mm-hmm. or, um, you know, put ego aside and be about mm-hmm. somebody else mm-hmm. or, you know, you see your student managers find a voice. Like super cool to see someone that, you know, feels pride about finding a voice and making things Mm. happen and so to me that's what really like hits home to me yeah so I think I'm lucky that um I've always been a people-based person in sport and so I don't ride the wins and losses I ride the people which Uh, is uh, always going to fill your bucket because you're always around people you know as long as I can continue to connect to guide and the minute I can't connect anymore then I'm not going to be able to guide them in a direction but um so that's probably the retirement button time (laughs) (laughs) do you uh, well I mean do you take time away for yourself is that ever or are you like 24 7 a player could text you at two in the morning and you're there kind of stuff yeah yeah I definitely a 24 7 um but the kids are not as 24 seven anymore. They used to be, huh. I used to spend t- plenty of time with the kids and now it's a little different. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think everything ebb and flows, you know, and, and they're probably, uh, players a little more friends with their families now at this age where back in the day there was a little more separation and now they, they hang huh. out with their families a little bit more. And so, um, so yeah, but I, I definitely get with mine at times too, you know, I'll go debrief in August and be with my family and, yeah. you know, you, you can't catch my cell phone for a couple of days, right. <laughs> you know, you cause had, you got deconnect. You did yeah. that after the close of last year's yeah. season yeah. in August. Yeah. How did you spend the time? 
yeah, um, my mom and I, we, my family has a, well, my grandparents built a beach house, you know, right. out, in, um, out in Northern California out there. Yes. So I get to spend some time out there and help my mom do some things, you know, little house projects, which is always fun to dive into anything that the family needs at the point in right. time. And, right. you know, just your morning coffees with pops, just you know, normal, just those normal things. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. And nobody said, hey, how about a catch? Yeah, no, yeah. no. <laughs> my dad, I always joke, my dad always used to say, like, what are you going to do when the softball thing's over, you know? And because at the time when I was kind of coming out into coaching, um, it wasn't really a big profession that you could make money at. Uh, and it's just, like you said, it's just flipped. It's College just entirely flipped. different. Yeah. yeah. And now you can make a living and you can make a living as an assistant coach now. And you couldn't do that before. Yeah, right. And so, um, you know, and, and I, my dad was totally right. Like, what are you going to do? And then I was just lucky to be in that generational switch that now Olympic right sports were being taken care of as a pretty, pretty good paying job, you know? Oh. And so is it time consuming? Yes. But my goodness, you know, like I don't look for, 459 on a Friday uh, to be gone uh, like I am all in I love it you know it's a profession uh, and I love it so I'm very lucky for it what do you say to let's say a young woman is this something she should go after does she what you know is it about the talent is it about the attitude is it about her position with her family yeah or is it all of that well I just I think the first thing that sticks to me right now is if you can see it, you can be it and I know that was like a cliche for a long time but we are now on TV and the girls can see professional. They can watch games, go to games, go mm. to environments. Like, like I just think it's so cool now. Like, I wasn't able to, growing up, be able to go see on TV any collegiate games, you know. Right. And so now you can see the level. So now if you're a young one and I'm a <clears throat> parent, I'm probably taking them to different venues to just, like, when Pete Rose was going or a baby, like people hmm. wanted to see Griffey Jr. You know, they wanted to be the, the Derek Jeter move. They wanted right. to do that. And like right. girls would try to emulate the boys. And well, now girls can emulate girls mm -hmm. and then girls can see what kind of culture they want to be around. And I just think that's just super powerful. Do you look for so. a certain uh, athletic ability at that age or is that just too early uh, for that? I no, it's too early that young, but yeah. you know, I mean, definitely it starts to filter in maybe yeah. sophomore year, you know, yeah. when you start getting it. But I think it's also on the young player to decide where they want to be too. Cause right. you can start to identify like, Oh, I can play like Josie. Right. I got that athleticism. I can move. I'm fast. Oh, I can hit like that. I can, right. I want to catch like that. You know, Michaela's six foot one. I can be that, you sure, know, sure. like, so I think that I mean, how, you just how start about to resonate. The girl from Oregon. Oh my gosh. Yeah. McKenna. She, yeah. She, McKenna came in. I think Kat was great in that. She just really um, put her arms around her. You know, our mm. our pitching staff in general has always been great. It's just mm. it's been an eagle staff. And the minute you know you need everybody in that staff to get to where you want to go. And uh, Kat was a great leader in that group. Mm. Um, and so, you know, now we have a new challenge ahead, you know, in that sense. And I think uh, mm. Allison Royalty is doing a good job as a, as a senior leader in that group right now doing yeah. that. But, yeah. yeah. But I – I just think, you know, to kids, just go keep doing it. I love for them to play multiple sports. I think that's really important. Uh -huh. That's probably the one area that I, I keep telling people is we're starting to identify, man, I want a college scholarship and I am 10 <laughs> and I'm playing six games a day at 10. Like, no, like go play basketball, go play volleyball, do go do else. things different, take care mm. of your body. And um, so we're losing a little bit of perspective on that, maybe as a parent or as club ball coaches. Um, you know, because I think being multifaceted in that area is going to help your body one, help your mind another. And so, yeah. So. Well, you've helped my mind. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, 
as best lots of stuff as huh? best as yes. anybody can uh <laughs> god bless you coach for your uh mm. contributions both on and off the field our good friend and a friend to this town and a friend to college athletics um i could go on with that uh, lonnie alameda who mm. uh graciously slides us into her very very busy schedule and makes this possible for us to have conversation i love being here thank you well you guys are amazing back at you kid yeah. uh folks this is why we do what we do we are the production of spatterwork media and entertainment coming to you from the studios of moose magnificat radio tallahassee's only radio bringing you all local musicians playing their original songs all the time you'll find them at moose magnificat Dot com. Be sure to download the free app to your phone. Carl Cerny is our executive producer, and I'll be looking for you again next week. So come on, Tallahassee. Come talk to me. In 1945, Jack Whitten started a glass company in Tallahassee. Now over 75 years and three generations later, it's still working every day, doing just as Jack wanted, giving his customers real solutions for replacing window glass, providing custom-cut mirrors, and supplying superior bath and shower enclosures. Local building contractors know Whitten Glass takes care of Tallahassee business. They prefer Whitten because of their precision and mastery of eye-catching storefront glass, and countertop glass. It's a fact. When you choose Whitten Glass, you're working with real glass people who will take care of you to your complete satisfaction. It's what Jack Whitten wanted, and it's been the Whitten way of doing business for over 75 years. Whitten Glass, Tallahassee's first family in glass since 1945. Call Whitten Glass today or visit them online, 850 222 5781 or woodenglass.com.